Thank you for joining in for an episode of Planted by the Living Water. We are here to delight in the Lord as a tree planted by the living waters. If you'd like the reading plan that we are going through, you can find it on our website. We'll go through the entire Bible in two years. Thank you for joining for this day's portion of Planted by the Living Waters. Welcome to episode 113 of Planted by the Living Waters. Here you are today with God's word before you, ready to be planted, ready to be lifted up and encouraged and and challenged even. And so today I have a challenging question for you, one that may strike you uh, here at the beginning when I ask, but I want to ask it. And that question is, is, has your God been captured? Has your God been captured? You say, what in the world are you talking about? How can God be captured? Isn't he everywhere? Isn't he? Isn't he all powerful, all knowing, all loving? Isn't he? Isn't, there's no place he can, can't can't go. So how, how in the world can our God be captured? Well, well, I want to tell you a story here that we read in our reading plan today, and uh, you read it, and and uh, and so I, I I want you to think about about this with me. It says in chapter four of First Samuel. That's where we are, chapter four. And it says here that the Israelites went out to battle against the Philistines. And it says in, in verse 4, though, um, they, they'd got a um, beat, and it said a couple thousand um, of them die in that battle. It says 4,000 of them die in that battle. And then you go to verse 4 of chapter 4. It says, So the people sent to Shiloh, and they might bring from there the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of hosts, who dwells between the cherubim. And the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, were there with the Ark of the Covenant of God. Verse 5 says, And when the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord came into the camp, all Israel shouted loudly, and the earth shook. And the Philistines heard the noise, and they shouted, and they said, What does this mean, in other words? And then you, you go on down, and it says in verse 10, So the Philistines fought. Israel was defeated, though. And every man fled to his tent, and there was a great slaughter. And there fell of Israel 30,000 foot soldiers. Also the ark of God was captured. And the two sons, Eli, Hophni, and Phinehas, died. And it goes on and, and tells us that, um, that Phinehas' wife um, is going to have a child. And, and she calls her child Ichabod. In verse 21 it says, Then she named the child Ichabod, saying, The glory has departed God's glory has departed from Israel because the ark of God had been captured. Hmm. So when you read this passage here, I mean, essentially the story is simple. Um, the, the Israelites have been going to battle after battle after battle, and they come against the Philistines here, and, and, and they get beat. Um, a couple thousand, four thousand men die, and they think, okay, we'll show them Philistines. We'll take the very presence of God. We'll take God into this battle. We'll take God into this battle. We'll take and um, get the Ark of the Covenant, and we'll go in there, and we'll uh, um, just wipe them out, is, is what they think. However, they take the Ark of the Covenant, they go into battle, and they get wiped out. And not only do they get wiped out, 30,000 men die. And, and then after 30,000 men die, the, the Ark of God is captured. And this is not just a, a, a centerpiece for the temple, you know. And this is, is God's presence. 
This is God's dwelling place. This is where he dwelt. This is the staff of Moses and the, the Ten Commandments and, and the incense. And, and, and you think about this, this um, presence of God that, that rested there and, and how, how he talked and spoke and, and lived in the midst of the Israelites. It was in the Ark of the Covenant. And it's captured. And so now you're saying, how does that relate to us today? Well, well, I, I, I want you to think about this. Has your God been captured? And, and, and the way this happens, I think it happens. I think, I think we, we are guilty of this. Is, is we get into battles in life, we struggle, and, and, uh, and there's times in which we say, okay, I'm going to take God into this battle. And I've seen it done so many times. I've seen so many people battling against each other, and both of them are taking God into the battle. And so here's the issue here is, is I, I'm not going to lose because God's on my side. And the other side saying, I'm not going to lose because God's on my side. Or you think of two Christian nations that, that were to go against each other. And, and you think of one says, oh, God's on my side. Another says, God's on my side. And we take God into battle with us at times. And, 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 and that's on a larger scale. But, but even personally, we might have something that we're going through and we say, okay, I'm going to take God into this. And, and, and I'm not saying it's bad to bring God into the midst of your life and in the midst of your struggles and in the midst of that because there is victory in the name of Christ, no doubt. And, and God should be brought into every bit of it. But what I'm talking about is, is, is how we can do it in a wrong context. And, and what I mean by that is, is, is we put these assumptions and, and almost like God's our pet, like, like he's our trophy. And, 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 and we bring God in the midst of it and say, oh, we got this because, because, because of, of who God is. And, and it's not a thing of glorifying God. It's a thing of glorifying us. And that's what's happening with the Israelites here is they thought they could just go in there and, and manipulate the power of God because the, uh, God was, was with them. Guys, we can't manipulate our situations because we have a God who's with us. He's still the author of our story, and He's still the one that we are to, to surrender to, and He's the one that we are to live our life day by day and, and asking for His direction and His discernment. We can't just make our own decisions and say, okay, God, here you are, you're in the midst of it, so it's going to work out. No, God has a plan for us. He has desires for us. And, and we're to surrender and allow the, the, the Holy Spirit to continue to transform our life. And, and, and so what happens is when we bring God into it that way, not to glorify Him, but to glorify us or to use Him as our trophy or, or almost like our trump card, you know. And, and, and cards, a lot of times when there's a trump card, it, you lay it down and, and it beats everything. And sometimes we use God that way, as we just try to lay him down as, as our trump card and, and not to glorify him, but to, to, to just fix our situation. And what happens is our God gets captured. And I've seen this time and time again, church, is, is, is where people will, will use him as that trump card or as that trophy. And, and then it, they don't win. It backfires and, and, and they, they, they get defeated or the situations um, continue to grow worse or, or, or what they had said and what they had put all their hope in and, and what they have done um, um, didn't uh, flesh out in the way they thought it would. And so what happens is then they start questioning God and their God has been captured, you see, because they question God. They question whether he's even real, if he loves them, if he, if he even cares. And the whole issue's not ever been God, it's been you. Um, and, and, and how you've brought um, God in the midst of it. And so again, I just want to ask us today, is, has your God been captured? Have you brought him in to ways trying to manipulate his presence and his power? And if we're honest, I think we can all think about our own lives and think about ways that, that we just take his presence for granted. And sometimes it can turn into that. And if we're not careful, our God will be captured. Father God, I just come before you, Lord, and Lord, I know that uh, uh, 
God, ultimately you can't be captured. You're victorious no matter what, God. Ultimately you are good and, 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 and holy and, and present um, in our lives. And so God, I know and, and, and what I'm talking about is not defeat towards you. Lord, you'll never be defeated. You're the undefeated champion. But God, help us, Lord, and protect us from from manipulating your presence. Uh, sometimes the fact that we think that since you're present, we, we can just kind of use that power as we wish and as we want, God. And, and I just pray that you would help us repent from that and turn from that. And Lord, for um, us, in which uh, it seems as if if you've let us down and, 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 and you've been captured in a sense in the way I've been talking about God, I pray that you would remind them, Lord, that you're right there even in the midst of everything, and even in the midst of things falling apart, maybe, perhaps, and even in the midst of, of their struggles, God, that you would show them that you're right there, and you never left, and you're still victorious today, and that you desire to walk this life with them and lead them. And so, Lord, as you tell us in Psalm 32, 8, instruct us and teach us in the way we should go. Guide us with your eye. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen.